The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to New Dimensions with your host, Rev. Nicholas Barrett. Our identities are not labels identifying who we are to others. Rather, they are found in God's riches, His likeness and character. We can discover our true selves and live the way He has intended for us to live. Now, here is Rev. Nicholas Barrett. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Happy New Year. This is the, the first show of the year, which means we've all been here for the first time. But the great thing about a new year, it means that we have new opportunity, new blessings, and new hope. And I'm really believing, I've been praying on this, I'm really believing that 2016 will be the new, will be the new season and new, the new season and opportunity, greater level abundance, but also greater level joy and peace. I was spending some time in London and I just wanted to let you know it's going to be an amazing year. I'm believing for new level blessings, new level opportunities, and just connecting to the 2016 version of yourself. Everything in 2015, and I'm believing this, was a setup to get you to the new place of 2016. Um, If you look all the way back through Exodus, everything was a setup for new levels, new levels of blessing, new levels of strength, opportunity, wisdom, and all the things that come through it. So you've been positioned for 2016. Um, I happen to, my brother happened to put on the Queen's speech. I don't often listen to those things. Um, It was on Christmas Day in London, and... The reference she had made, and she has tremendous wisdom. She's about 90 years old, but it's tremendous vitality. And she said herself, she said, what I realized a long time ago that I, I'm running a, a long race. I'm in this for, for a long time, um, but and I need to get my renewal from a higher power, from something else. And she said that her relationship with, with God has given her wisdom, vision, and just an energy to continue. And I don't know if you're aware of this series. There's a rock and roll marathon series that they do here in America. And what it means is on each mile marker, there is um, music, a band that plays music. And the concept of that is, and we can, it's a parable I'm, I'm speaking in now. Life is a marathon, but unless we're renewing at certain stations or, and you could view each mile as being a season, mile one, mile two, mile three, mile four. So let's say that's a season in life, each mile. It's about renewing in, in, in case of the, the rock and roll series with music. But with us, it's really about renewing with the creator, with renewing with God. Otherwise, we get tired and weary. We really want to cross the finish line, which is the end of the marathon, the end of our life, invigorated because we've done a journey of purpose and it's been ascending, not descending. Um, and a lot of us can, we start out um, up and then we, we end up going down. So we're actually descending as opposed to the opposite because it's actually scaling, if you like, from the valley to the promised land, which is the end of our life. We go back to spirit because we're created in spirit and we're in a t- 
you know, in a temporal shell of the body. So it's, it's really this thrust forward. And it brings me to the t- title of the show, which is Aligning with 2016. Just like anything else, um, if a car is not, if the uh, wheels are not and tires are not aligned, you're going to get all kinds of things pulling. You're going to get a journey really of struggling on the steering wheel. The same thing, we can put that into our lives. If we are not aligned with the season we're in or the year we're in, we will be in, in basically, we'll still be going through it, but we'll be not getting the best out of our lives. And I, I think wherever you are, um, whatever country you're from, whatever age you're from, we have one commonality. Yes, we were created by the same creator, seven billion people unified by one spirit. But at the same time, the commonality is we want peace in our journey. We all know we have a journey. In other words, we're going somewhere from now, from this minute onwards is your journey. And what you've passed is, is your testimony in that journey. Um, if there wasn't a mandate on your life for 2016, you, you wouldn't still be breathing. So I'm believing all of us are going forward with the hope of something there at the end with, with greater things. And this is where I relate the perseverance and the endurance. The endurance could be, well, I'm just going through another year and I'm going to get through it. It's tough. It's hard. It's same old, same old. But the perseverance is a little different. The perseverance is saying, you know, I know there's something in this for me. I know there's something that makes the challenges worthwhile, makes the hardness of the marriage worthwhile, the struggles I'm having with maybe with some of my children, the struggles maybe I'm having with some of my addictions or habits or depressions, because I'm holding, persevering, to know that something is going to come from this. Um... I saw a post on Facebook and there was a glum face and the post simply read 2016, so 2016, so question mark. And I kind of looked and, and um, when I get to, I talk to people, so I, I hear what a lot of people say and I also read posts because that way I can really elucidate in areas I feel God's calling me just to, to, to lift people, lift people out of their darkness of, um, shall we say, paradigms, mindsets, habits, and just the general um, apathy of everyday living. Um, it's a long race, and some of us don't have a relationship with God, and you know that's fine. I'm hoping what I do is to unify all people to have the motivation and I think that's the word to use, the motivation to seek something that's going to help them have a better quality of life. Because I'm not selling religion, I'm selling love, which is unifying all people. I'm talking to every one of you as, as we're one. Um, and I just want to talk into that. Um, that kind of post, it's the darkness in the world trying to keep you away from God's best as this vision is no vision at all, but it's blindness living in death. Don't ever let the enemy rob you of your potential because the richness in your steps are all ahead. Um, the dark wants to blind you from your future by putting your focus on the rearview mirror. And if I look behind me, I see disappointments. I see things that didn't work out, marriages, a marriage that failed, worldly patterns of negativity and apathy. But if I see forward... I'm being renewed for the purpose that God has still mandated me to be here 
at this moment in time in history. So if you have a breath in your body, there's a mandate of greatness in your life. Um, this message is for someone. Um, it's on my heart to bring this. This wasn't even on the, on the script of the show, not like the show scripted, but it, it's something I had to re- reference. Um, to get the new, you need to break out of that old mindset because that old mindset is going to keep you in a holding pattern. You cannot possibly get change going into a new year. Now, I'm feeling a lot of people are feeling that. They've landed on 2016. They're feeling something should be different, but they're kind of looking at their planner or their diary or their laptop or their cell phone. They see a date that's different. But the thing is we get caught up in what hasn't worked out in 2015, and some of us are even going back to the 2010 version of us. So with that kind of mindset, there really needs to be a lifting out of that to get something new. So this is all part of alignment. And, and, this, and I'm really speaking into this because this is a human being that posted this. I happen to know this person. And it, it's, it's something that's gonna really going to stymie. It's something that's going to take away from your path. Because if I can't see the path because I'm blinded by what my mind tells me or what the media tells me, what my parents told me, you know, what the world told me, what my friends tell me, and sometimes what my wife or husband can tell me. Because wise counsel means, it doesn't just mean someone speak to someone who you know or someone who you share a house with or someone who you're married with, because that might not be wise counsel. That might be someone who's transferring their negativity right? Or their season on you. So it's always very good. I mean, I I pay attention to to conversations, to the words people say, because ultimately the words we say is how we perceive things are. It's how we perceive our life. It's false recycled information from worldly system paradigms and cultural opinions. Um, It's a limited vision, um, that has been formed by not being connected, by not being aligned to the vine that will bring you growth, a future, and life. But when we're connected, as I say, to um, the world, that will basically strip, deplete you, and tire you. So this matters again for someone. Don't let the dark in the world sell you that you're just one person and there is no point trying to change the world. Um, if Jesus had this attitude... Nothing that points to the source of love or restoration or new beginnings or hope or of greater things to come would exist. I mean, this message that I'm giving you would be purposeless because I would be stuck, really stuck in my stuff, stuck in my old operating system. I'd have an iPhone 6, but I'd have the iPhone 4 operating system. Or I'd have the MacBook Pro and I'd have the El Capitan or or, uh, not the Yosemite or the Yosemite and not the El Capitan. So, um... And I heard someone else say, I'm just one person and there's no point in me trying to change the world. But I just want to give you a list of some people. And I put a disclaimer if I haven't covered anybody from, from one of the people that you particularly have an affinity to in your part of the world. I'm sorry, but can only feature so many in the show. But just to give you an example, Mikhail Gorbachev, he was fundamental in the transition from communism in Eastern Europe. Thomas Jefferson the third president of the United States. That was the Declaration of Independence. William Shakespeare, the English poet and playwright. Martin Luther King, which was a nonviolence civil rights leader. Abraham Lincoln, he helped end slavery um, in the United States during the Civil War. Nelson Mandela, 
the first president to uh, a democratic South Africa in 1994, and Mother Teresa. But I mean, the point of this is, is not just to show you I know the names, it's just to say that it, it dispels the idea of why shall I change the, try and change the world? Uh, if all of these leaders, these were visionaries, um, visionaries, people that had a God message on them, people that were so driven that they had perseverance and not endurance. Endurance, yeah, they knew there'd be pain, but perseverance, they knew something would be at the end. And by being that one person, they all have, they're in our vocabulary today, they'll be in our vocabulary tomorrow and forevermore because they stood up and got away from the pattern of the world. They became, just like I'm trying to do with the show, they tried to become countercultural, not worrying about developing a label or a branding or a following because that would stymie because at the moment I'm trying to build myself, I get away from the purpose of building others. And at the same time, the moment I get distracted or have a circumstance because I'm only enduring, my dreams go. And this message again is for somebody. A New Year's resolution is not enough. And it's not like a conviction. A conviction is convicted to do something. And this message is for somebody. And I'm piggybacking on this thing about trying to change the world. When we get distracted from external things. In other words, if a circumstance comes along, it can be financial, it can be health, it can be relational, because those really are the three areas that we struggle in. Relationships, finances, and our health. As I've said this before, whether we're Prince Charles or the man on the bench, we all have these things. These things are out of our control. They are flux, part of the world, cosmic flux. So, it's important to not get stuck with that mindset. And um, I'll just, this quote, I believe it's Leviticus. It's 26, verse 26, 10 Leviticus. You'll still be eating last year's harvest when you'll have to move it out to make room for the new. So what this really means is let's not have yesterday's energy. Let's not have the energy in the mind of 2015 because there'll be no room for the new. You'll still be eating last year's harvest when you'll have to move it out to make room for the new. So some of us need to break. We need to break things off. And this message again is for somebody. Some of us need to break things off so that we can have a little space for the new to come in. Some of us need to break things off so that we can have space for something new to come in. Some of us are so burdened and overloaded in in our suitcase of life with recycled stuff with depression, with apathy, with blaming people and this thing. It doesn't matter what went wrong. What matters is what you're going to do from this second forward. It doesn't matter what you've done behind you. We can't change that, but we can flip it not to hold you burdened. We can flip it so you're using it to become a better person, to renew yourself. Life begins from the second for everybody, for everybody. We're not looking at what you could have, would have, should have, we're looking at what you can do. So some of us need to surround yourselves with people and thoughts that represent your future, not with people and thoughts that represent your past. And this again, I'm coming off script here. I I'm, I'm feel very strongly. Um, you know, we wait for a new year to bring change when it can only be us that makes that change. It's an internal revelation 
that becomes an external manifestation. I call it in my writing and my speaking the microwave system because I like to word picture things. I talk to you as friends. I, I don't try and be a fancy speaker, but um, microwave it from the inside out. So that is how you're going to change your new year, an internal revelation. In other words, internally, I'm sensing something different, right? My heart is changing. Okay, my attitude to people that have offended me is changing. My attitude to circumstances are changing. So my outside is also manifest differently. Suddenly, I can talk to an ex with understanding, patience, and love, and resolution not conflict. This again messages for somebody. Resolution, not conflict. In order, that has to come from inside. There has to be an internal change that will manifest our external behavior. Um, you know, we get excited, and and I know I, how the new year is. We 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 get excited about the new year. We're jumping with joy, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Um, but what I'm saying is to put your hope in the new year bringing you change, we need to hope on something different. We need to hope on something different, the one that's mandated your breath in this current moment. Um, The year will just be the same, and and this is what happens. By mid-January, a lot of our resolutions have faded, and we get back to that same same old mindset, same old, same old. Um, Our resolutions become a resolve, right? And we retreat back to apathy. Because what has happened, the circumstances come, a check didn't come in the mail, or our spouse didn't treat us right, or our kid, you know, got thrown out of school on the first day, or got caught with drugs, or, you know, a car broke down, and we've got a huge bill in front of us. And guess what? The New Year's resolution, because it's endurance, right, a resolve, there's no perseverance and conviction, because perseverance are very much like conviction, meaning you're going to stay on course regardless, regardless of the external circumstances. Paul, the Apostle Paul, consider it all joy because these trials and tribulations, I am not thankful for them, but thankful in them. There's a big difference. I mean, I'm not going to say to myself, I'm thankful that my mum died tragically in my arms, which is true, November the 2nd, um, 2012, uh, March 2nd, rather, 2012. But what I'm saying is grateful in them because you know that that perseverance is going to bring you fruit. You know that it's going to bring you, like the people I read to you, there will be a destiny on your shoulders. There will be um, something at the end of the marathon. And just as the way the marathon runner gets a medal, I believe God will give you the medal. Well done, good and faithful servant. You ran a good race. You haven't descended, but you've ascended. You've ascended. You've, you've, you've gone up. Um, but the world is pulling us. The world is pulling us this way, this, that way. The media is bombarding us with New Year's resolutions for weight loss, New Year's resolutions to make more money. It's all about gaining something, which is a condition on, on being happy. How about being happy and, and, and regardless of those external things changing, regardless of having more money or regardless of wearing a size smaller? If we're dependent upon those things that are transient, how can we possibly sustain a consistent joy and peace? I mean, it's inner peace that we're seeking because I went to one of the most expensive stores in London, Harrods, and their workout jog pants for $1,100. And 
There's also a coffee and a cake for, for $60. And I saw some of the people that were shopping there in the coffee shop. I happened to ha- go there for coffee and cake. That's why I know the price. That was the most expensive meal I ate on the vacation. But what I'm trying to say is that there was, there was a, de- a deadness about them. There wasn't a joy about them. So each year when you're bombarded with these worldly things, and it really defies logic because if we really think about it, year after year you're making resolutions – Surely that if you stuck with those resolutions, you'd run out of time when you'd run out of resolutions. So very simply, um, they don't work. According to a study performed by the University of Scranton, on January the 1st, only 8% of people achieve their resolutions. And this leaves, as we, we're, we don't need to be mathematicians, it leaves 92% who fall off that idea some point between January 1st and December 31st. So these statistics are not great. New Year's resolutions definitely lose their grip on us at some stage. And the reason why this pattern or dance perpetuates is that most of us would like to think if we try harder, have more money, have more willpower, that we can change our lives all by ourselves. I call this the tango of separation. We try to change what we want while God all the time is molding us with his unique plan and purpose for us, with his unique plan and purpose for us. So so herein lies that problem. Um, It's the perpetual change within our New Year's resolutions. So we want to continue to change, but this is basically what I said is the alignment factor. This is the route of all stress and struggle because we're trying to live out of our alignment to what our lives are predestined to be and we're trying to pull the other way when we can accept god's race for us we can then be content running it um look to what other people have or to look what they're achieving is useless because you know they have their own race you have your own race your husband your wife your child they're all different to yours but you really need to put the focus we're about to take a break but i'm going to close on this You need to put the focus on you and align yourself to your plan. And you'll be amazed. You'll be amazed at how you can change your inner peace in your life. Um, It may not make you you wealthier, but it might. But ultimately, peace is wealth. Um, There's nothing that you you can buy that will will relinquish that that peace that you have inside you. Um, As I say, there's people with hundreds of millions of dollars, and I'm not going to mention names that commit suicide. And it's this swimming to something that never comes. It's an illusion, smoke, vanity, mirrors. We need to align ourselves. We're about to take a break. Uh, love you all very much. And I hope to see you or hear, speak to you in the next segment. Thank you. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. When is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day? Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. 
She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own mighty gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you happy in your life or are you just settling? It's time to speak out, take control of your existence, and let your life speak. Bart Queen is the host of A Hero's Journey. His personal goal is to help you find your voice, use that voice, and live the life that you deserve to live. Do more, be more, and give more. Tune in to A Hero's Journey on the Voice America Empowerment Channel live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You owe it to yourself to tune in and make your voice count. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. tuned in to New Dimensions. To reach Reverend Nicholas or his guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to nbarrett28 at yahoo.com. Now, back to New Dimensions. I hope you had a great break. It's a blessing to have you back. We're talking about alignment. I'm hoping you're enjoying this as much as I am. Because I'm aligned to do this. You know, God, through different circumstances in the last decade, shaped me and molded me and brought me back from me doing my stuff, which was trying to get from the outside, which left me tired, weary, and and sometimes angry, to be aligned with my plan and purpose, which means it's all about elucidating people. It's all about making the world a better place. And we're born in community. And this is why alignment's really important. We're not born to be individuals in the world trying to get. This message again is for somebody. The worldly pattern is I'm an individual. I'm going to build myself up super strong, super smart, super tough, so I can destroy and take all the things that are coming my way. Rather than being aligned with how you're meant to be, and I'm going to build others so I at the same time make myself greater. Just like those seven names, and there's many, many more, but we picked on those seven, they were they're still being talked about because they made the world a better place. They made the world a better place. I mean, do you want to be remembered for how much money you made, and legally or illegally, or for the impact you have done to change? That will live with you. It will live eternally. The other thing will come and go because when the bank account passes to somebody else, um, the source of that, it could just go to, if it's not assigned to somebody, it just goes off into charities or to governments. So what you leave behind is not in terms of what you've made or what you've gained, but what you have done, the impact you've created. So about the alignment, it's, it's really our human nature is pulling for us to want to do things our own way. And this is why we're out of alignment rather than to get into the plan and purpose and mandate for your life. So this is it. The desires, and I'm trying to to, um, enunciate this as good as I can. The desires of the heart leads our will and our mind makes it all right. So the desires of the heart will lead your will, your mind, which your thoughts make it all right, whatever you're doing, because the mind is justifying. But the heart holds the mind in captivity, and the actions are in captivity to what the mind wants. So I'm going to repeat that. The mind, your thoughts, in other words, the the heart holds the mind in captivity. In other words, 
what you're feeling in your heart, your mind will be captive to. And then the actions in that captivity to what the mind wants. So we can only really change by that conviction. Um, Where is your connection? We talked about being connected. A conviction stays stronger than a setback, circumstance, or disappointment. So it's that conviction. Um, What is your source of recharge? Just like an iPhone runs out by itself. If an iPhone runs its course during the day, it gets weary, tired, and broken down. But if it's charged to the source of life, which is a socket that's working, you know, functional socket, then it gets recharged. So my question to you is, where are you aligning yourself with? You must be diligent um, to know where you are really charging, recharging your spirit, mind, and body. Um, there is a 2016 model if you already made, but you cannot go into it, as we've said before, into the 2016 with a 2015 mindset, with the recharge of 2016. So most of us tend to drag, and, and this again matches for somebody, the old stuff into the new year. You know, we drag that in. We drag um, thoughts of, of lack. We drag thoughts of looking at things that didn't work. Um, the only thing that can propensiate is more scarcity, more of what you don't have already. So there needs to be a change of focus to look at ourselves as a branch that can produce all we need because we're connected to the vine that brings us life. So the mind needs to be reprogrammed and connected to a different source, to a totally different source. And I'm going to read this about the vine. Um, basically, John 15 I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. While every branch that does not bear fruit, he prunes. So it will be even more fruitful. You're already clean because the word I've spoken to you remain in me and I remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. So, um, the branches, like all the branches are made fruitful or brought to another quality. And I'm, I'm going to break this down, what this really means, um, because you might be thinking branches and pruning and fruit. I'm going to break this down into, into, into colloquialism, into word pictures. I'm going to basically publish it to you. Like the branches are made fruitful or brought to another quality by being connected to a root, We also need to change our connection. If we keep looking at the worldly patterns and paradigms, which could be the media, lifestyle, thoughts, and attitudes, we'll end up recycling the same things, the same thoughts, and we'll always be in a state of dissatisfaction, unfulfillment, and emptiness. Does this sound familiar to the world? Um, We need to be connected and rooted in God as he is the source of life. He created everything from nothing, but the source of all creativity and restoration. So what this really means to me is forget those things that are behind me or behind you and reach forward for the things to come. Because what's behind you will unlock the things that are in front of you. What is behind you will unlock the things that are in front of you. We don't have a reverse gear, so start pressing forward. Use what you don't see to motivate you to push forward even more. So don't get disheartened because you can't see the promotion or the degree 
or the marriage working out or the child getting off drugs or your financial position to change or even if you're homeless, push forward for the unseen to become manifest. The only way we'll get through it is by going through it. But I don't mean going through it with endurance to say, well, this is going to be really painful and tough with no vision because that's no vision. I mean, go through it with perseverance, which means means we, we know something better is coming. So this is why I, I, I put this into a, into, a, into a basically paraphrased. It's John 15, 14, if you want to read it in your own time. But it's about cutting branches that bear no fruit, but remaining also. The essence is get rid of what you don't need, which could be old thoughts, old habits, or even old relationships. And that message, again, is for somebody. But remain close to me. So in other words, I have your master plan. I have your script for your life. Remain aligned with me. Throw out the people who are bringing you down or negative or toxic or unhealthy in your life and other thoughts and behaviors, throw those out too. I'm, I'm really putting this into a, a, a way that we can really understand this. We may need to break relationships and habits that are not moving us forward. Again, this relationship, this message is for somebody. You may be stuck in an unhealthy relationship, but you know what? It's not, if you're stuck in it year after year after year, a, you have to look at yourself. This is a whole different, a whole different episode. But why are you still in it? But at the same time, to relate to what we're talking about, um, those habits may not be helping you align to a new year, to align to 2016. But as far as looking at why you're still in an unhealthy relationship, I, I'll need to cover that another time. Um, it can be unhealthy. I mean, codependent, meaning you're relying on somebody else to make you feel a certain way. That's what we mostly do, and that's unhealthy because I need to be intradependent. In other words, built myself. In other words, I'm whole, I'm wholesome, have a, a relationship with God that I'm whole, so I don't need anybody to make me feel good and, because they, they'll fail. Um, if they have a, a, a circumstance, they can't be 100% every day. Abusive relationships. So really spending time with anyone that doesn't build you up people that criticize you with their words or appear to bring you down to their level. All these things are not serving you. And instead, oftentimes, they're breaking you down. And again, this message is for somebody. The comfort of a bad relationship, because it's familiar, and I'm going to repeat this again. It's the comfort of a bad relationship, because it's familiar, is more uncomfortable than being alone and healing. And I'm really going to bring this forward again. The comfort of a bad relationship. You know, it's comfortable sometimes to stay uh, in a bad one because it's familiar. A pig gets used to mud. I mean, it's more, uncomfort- it's, 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 more, it's more uncomfortable being in that relationship than being alone and then having an opportunity to heal. Some of us need to take a break from relationships so we can take a breath that will give us the opportunity to heal. It could be the season of aloneness, but that will prepare you for all that's ahead of you. You need to take inventory. I mean, New Year to align, we need to take an inventory of the people in our lives. Are people complementary? Are they going the same way as us? Do they have the same attitudes? Are they joyous to see me? Are they enthusiastic? Um, Or do I have to struggle to keep in touch with them? Um, This message again is for somebody. The people you have in your life need to start to look like the future you want. 
And again, I'll repeat that. The people you have in your life need to start looking like your future. We need to avoid the temptation of things that look good as they may not lead you to destiny. Don't ever sacrifice looks or go for over, over your destiny. In other words, don't trade your destiny for company. Don't trade your destiny for company. So I'm a, bring this in too. Um, Jesus was full of the Holy Spirit when he returned from the Jordan River and he was led for 40 days in the wilderness. This is, I believe, from the Gospel of Luke. I think it's four at the beginning, I believe, verse two, one and two. Um, and if I remember, it's returning from the Jordan. He was led by the Spirit for 40 days in the wilderness. So tempted by the dark, which is really what I've just been going through in this previous thing. Um, he ate nothing in those days. In other words, he stayed alone and abstained from, from habits and usual thoughts and things that were around him. But then he ended up hungry. So what this really means is I've been led by the Holy Spirit, which is God giving me the power, returned from the river, but was led for 40 days in the wilderness. Led for 40 days, meaning by myself or in the world or in an area that was tempting or caused problems. But I was tempted for these 40 days by the the, the dark, tempted by a habit, tempted by a bad, staying in a bad relationship, tempted by addictions, drugs, porn, alcohol. But he ate nothing in those days. In other words, I'm abstaining from all the things that have kept me in the 2015 model. And then when it was ended, he was hungry. In other words, hungry for perseverance, hungry to plug the iPhone into the right socket, hungry for the El Capitan software and not the Yosemite, hungry for the 2016 version of himself. And I'm going somewhere with this. I mean, I could land the plane on this, but we have another segment. But what I'm really trying to say is this message is for somebody. We don't, don't let our loneliness make it okay to keep company with the wrong people. Do not make your loneliness okay to keep company with the wrong people or to remain in an unhealthy relationship because you're out of alignment to the 2016 version of you. Um, I will, we need to be in a place of testing, but we also need to be in a place of renewal. We'll always be in testing, but we're going to take a break and I will see you, love you all, and right back. Thank you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you ready for a health, life, and empowerment show in one? Then be sure to listen every week for Living Well with Ann Beal. Ann takes her long-running TV show to the Internet Talk Radio Airwaves with guest experts and insight designed to help you live a healthy and successful life. By hearing from the experts and those who have found success, our goal is that you too will be motivated to do the same. Living Well with Ann Beal can be heard every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you have complete control over your thoughts and your life? It seems like we do, but there are always outside forces that are wreaking havoc with that control. How do we get our thoughts back on track, so to speak? Listen for help. My thoughts are holding me hostage with Dr. Jeffrey Fannin. When you command the power of thought, you can achieve or have whatever you want. Make the laws of the universe work for you. Tune in every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. tuned in to New Dimensions. To reach Reverend Nicholas or his guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to nbarrett28 at yahoo.com. Now, back to New Dimensions. Hello, hello again. We're starting the final segment, which, as you know, doesn't mean the final segment. It means the beginning of the next Time really flies by. I feel I could talk to you for five hours, and you're probably thinking, wow, we don't need a five-hour sermon. But it's not really a sermon trying to doctrinate you. It's trying to, because I love you guys, it's trying to bring light and, and just to lift you up out of the forest so you can really have the best 2016. But coming back to that story about Jesus, what was the motivation to spend 40 days and nights in solitude, fasting? The motivation was that there was something at the end of this. There was something better. And this measures for somebody. There's something, if I leave, and I'm not saying people should leave relationships, that's to you, but I'm giving you advice. If you light, actually, God's word I'm giving you. If you are in something that's not working for you, do not be tempted to stay in it because you know something better is waiting for you. You know you're Divine alignment for 2016 is going to outweigh what you were trying to make work in 2015. So some of us need to stop trying to make what work, which isn't, and focus on what's available to us for our story. And this message, again, is for somebody. Um, so really, we need to talk. That, that is, 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 is the temptation was, was there, but when, when there's something greater, something greater, um, and then in Deuteronomy, it goes, when Jesus was tempted to turn stones into bread, uh, he replied with the word of Scripture, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. In other words, the habit I'm clinging on to, or if somebody can give me a, a job that's going to take me totally out of alignment, even though it may turn into more initially, in the end, right, in the end, it's not going to give me my medal at the end of my race. My, I'm going for that gold medal at the end of the marathon, which means I want to be ascending. Um, I want to be going up in wisdom, up in gratitude, up in fulfillment, not get worn down. And again, this message for somebody, I see a lot of old people, as they get older, they get more and more stooped because life is, it's not physically, life is just beating them down. The emotional beatings are far greater than um, somebody punching us. I think we're aware of that. When you're living, if someone punches you, you'll be, st- you'll be stinging for a while. Maybe you have a broken nose, but eventually it'll heal. But if your heart is being pounded in, by your emotional central nervous system and your depression and all these things, eventually th- that, that's something you can never get away from. You'll be sleeping in it. You'll be walking in it. You'll be eating in it. You'll be talking in it. You'll be, <laughs> they'll always be following you. So they're descending very simply because a lot of people, and this is unfortunate, they're not connecting to source. They're connecting to recycled worldly news, media, and materials. There is, an, an, a, there is no, no joy because how can there be if we, we keep looking at the same things? So we get involved with habits and addictions. This all goes back to the 40 days in the wilderness 
because habits and addictions are temptations taking us away from the better things that are there waiting for us. And I'll repeat that again. Habits and addictions are distractions that we lean on to take us away from the real medal, from the real prize that's coming to us. Um, You need to build habits that will bring you more of what you want in your life. You know, old habits cannot hold new blessings. Similarly, old thoughts can only bring nothing new with them. And, you know, just because society does something or enough people do something, we know that society is not working by all the conflicts going on right now. So we know not bring you the best. So just because you can do it doesn't mean it's beneficial to do. So some of us need to push through what's holding us back, as it's very often the things that we continue to do that keep us ultimately from what we want in life. They keep us away from a better life, from a better 2016. So the definition, as I say, of madness is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. So some of us are stuck in the 2010 version and expecting, oh, 2016, it'll be different. No, because by the time you get halfway through January or February, It'll be just the same as all those other years. S- same, same life, different chapter. So as with grapes on the vine, when things are cut or trim, they wait, make way for a new, healthier crop. So you need to be prepared to let go so God can bring in. It's a method of pruning that brings way to newer, greater things. So don't bring the things of the old into your now. That was then, this is now. Many of us continue to look at what we don't have. And, and then expect to get these things that we want. We, we just continue to perpetuate the scarcity lifestyle. So as, as with the pruning, going back to this verse in John, as with the pruning, it's important to keep what you need. We're not saying throw everything out because a lot of what you've got is great. A lot of what you've got is, is stuff that you need to keep. It's taken you this long to have the wisdom or have the knowledge and the experiences that you've been through. It's taken you this long. So you want to keep it. But letting go um, of things that no longer serve you. Um, so we, need, we get caught up in, in less of some things that will bring. You need to just get, not get caught up in more is greater. You need to realize that sometimes letting go can make way for what's greater. So be diligent. Be diligent. Be diligent. Um, and I'm really going to go into a, another area now, which is, um, again, same thing, flowing. Luke 5, 3, 7. Um, no one pours new wines into old wineskins. Otherwise, the new wine will burst the skins and the wine will run out and the wine will be ruined. So the wineskins will be ruined. So in other words, don't waste your time with folly gossip or idle talk as we're not really as young as we think. You know, time is a vapor and before long life will be over. It disappears like a mist. Look, we're in January. Christmas was, it seemed like a few days ago, but we're right here. So all of that's gone by, but your potential is always in the step ahead of you. Life starts from this moment now. Everything you've been exposed to will be used for what's yet to come. Even your darkest times are working for your future. If a building's not tested before, how would we know that it could withstand an earthquake to come? This is why... If you are not pushed through that bad relationship or to the abuse or to the financial challenge or the health challenge, how would you know that you, would be, you wouldn't be able to stand tests that are coming to you? You are strong and you've sometimes gone through this dark place very often to sustain you for the future that's coming. And I'm not saying the future is a bad future. I'm just saying we need to have uh, an ability to know 
that all seasons are working for us. Don't get caught up in this season. That Just don't judge them. Just view the whole thing as being the, the 26.1 mile marathon, 26.2 miles, don't forget that point one, and view it all as being the prize at the end. So persevere to, to greater things, persevere to greater things. Um, so really we need that faith. We need to elevate our faith to increase our capacity for God to do something big in 2016. So we need to elevate the faith to increase the capacity. Um, we need to be steadfast in doing things despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. And this is all perseverance. Perseverance, as I say, is more than endurance, way more than endurance. Um, and in Romans, um, you know, not only is, is, will there be glory in your suffering, but because we know that suffering produces perseverance, right? Perseverance will produce the character you have. And from that character, you'll have strength and hope. So, we don't need to be going through this with endurance because we already know that when we persevere, we will persist in anything we undertake. We'll maintain a purpose. We'll maintain a stride. So we need to align. Um, some of the things we can do for 2016 is just basically you need to enlarge your capacity. Ask God, hey, you need, uh, give me more. Give me more ability to be able to have a newer life or to have new things in my life. We need to also challenge our current situation. Some of us get stuck. Challenge your spirit life. Challenge your mental life, your financial life, your physical life. Stretch yourself. Think bigger. Believe in more, God for more. Ask for bigger things. More health, more peace, more abundance. Like Abraham did, despite the condition, he held on to the promise. Um, Abraham held on to the promise despite his condition. Expand your perspective, your vision. You need to enlarge your vision um, to, to have the capacity for more to come in. Think bigger. If you're in his spirit as one, you all have that ability in you. So um, just really on closing, we must move ourselves from the propensity of our human nature of apathy as all habits only bring us the same. God has a purpose for you, for your year, and especially your life. He's working it out even in the midst of the difficulties you may be facing. You need to have knowledge or a deep-held belief that anything he sends your way will be for your good. It will not be maybe what you want, but it will be for you. He is for us and nothing can stand against us. And I'm going to close on this. The ultimate thing is to accept that your race has been given to you by God and then you'll be content running it. Your race has been given to you. Accept the race that's been given specifically for you. You're unique. You're a masterpiece. And be content running it. Finish with that medal. I want you to get a gold medal in 2016. You are the best. You created like him in his image. You have it all for you. Push forward and have the best year ever. God bless. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of New Dimensions. Please join Reverend Nicholas Barrett again next Wednesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a blessed week.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.